I watch film, but I'd be honest, I mean, when I first started watching film, I was just watching the game. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at NFL on Twitter, and of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And as usual, I'm. Ju- Do you know what? As usual, I'm supposed to be joined by my old buddy, my old pal, at Ryan Peacock, but he's left the damn room. He's, he's going to get some. Sorry about this, Ryan. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> Wee. What's that? What? What's that in what your hand? What, what's what? What's, what's that in your hands? Uh, well. Exciting news! I've got I've got some uh, beers for you. Do you want one? What are they? Yeah, give us one there. What is it? Yeah. Okay. So this is Five Points Brewing Company. Okay. Okay. So you can find these guys. I'll I'll, I'll drop them. FivePointsBrewing.co.uk. And basically, so you'll oh. know that yourself and a few of the followers over the past few weeks are trying to be make out. They have a drink problem because I'm always drinking have a beer in my hand whilst yeah. do the podcast. True. Um, so they thought they'd send us in some beers for me and you to have a little review of. And hold on, hold on. So you're telling me some brewing company just decided to contact us out of the blue and send us in beers? We're sort of out of the blue. I mean, one of the guys that worked there listens to the podcast, and he's a good friend of ours. So you probably know him, Chris Gartman. Oh yeah, uh, Yankee dude. Um, <laughs> Yankee dude, he's not gonna like that. He's not gonna yeah, like he that. Is. Yeah, he'll love it. All right then, good, good old Wisconsin fella, um, who's come to a number of our meetups, hmm. uh, particularly so turning completely, turning up completely drunk to the Thanksgiving party and singing the full "The Bears Still Suck" song, which was absolutely wonderful. Um, but yeah, so he works for Five Points Brewing Company, and. He decided to send us in some beers so we could do our own review of their beer. And essentially, our podcasts are now, or our drinking on the podcast, are now mm. funded yeah. by the Five Points Brewing Company. So how about that? And, and the best thing about it is now I can get you to drink a beer live on the pod and I'm not the bad guy anymore. No, I don't usually like the shoppers. You know what? Look, I'm having some over here. Hold on. Yeah, it's not bad, man. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Okay, like so it. you've got this you've got what, the five five points pills, haven't you? Yeah, it's decent enough. And do you know what? Like, I'm not too much of a pillsy largery man, but that's actually not too bad, man. That's not too bad at all. I have to say, I like it's wet. It's, it's wet, wet beer. <laughs> it's a wet. It's a wet beer. It's got a. It's got naturally occurring bubbles in there. It's got the bubbles. Um, it went <laughs> when I opened it, so I know that it was fresh. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. What do you that's think, good. yours? Is it? I'll be honest with you, because I obviously kept this a bit quiet. So I've already had one of those, right? Um, before we started, because you got to have you got to have pre drinks. Everyone knows that. Yeah, was yours um, wet as well? It was wet. It was also had some bubbles. Right. Um, but I thought as well, it's the kind of beer that you could drink and you could just stay on it, could you, all night until you're absolutely smashed. You can't remember your way home, and then and you realise that you're miles and miles away from home and you've got no change left for a taxi it's, it's kind of that kind of beer we just wouldn't get bored of it you could just keep drinking that's very specific I mean I thought you were going yeah. to go into you know when you're wearing your red jeans that you don't usually wear but it was a laundry day no, no socks no, no, either no. just your loafers it's one of those However, beers I'm pushing another beer towards you now which is their five points XPA God, and I'm just going to read what's on the can here so I'll pretend this is what I'm feeling okay so it's it's a juicy tropical extra pale ale okay 
See, pale ale. I've bad bad feelings with pale ale. Pale ale is what I thought was an actual joke. I didn't think it was a real thing because of American Pie. You know that movie? How's the pale ale? You know? Do you, ever, do you know what happens in his ale that makes it pale, Ryan? No, I don't X, remember. I just want to clarify: XPA does not feature any Steve Stifler jizz. How do you find the XPA there now? What What are you thinking? I'm thinking it. Does, yeah, it's a bit fruity. It's a bit lighter than the other one, right? I actually really like this, and I think this is a proper like. Su- it, it it tastes summery. I know that's really obvious because it's got the citrus flavors, but it does taste like I kind of think it just be sat in a beer garden in the sun drinking this. The only way I'd describe this is imagine imagine ladies walking into a room and seeing Jacob Shum topless. That mm. body, the feeling that you would get from that is essentially the feeling I'm getting from drinking this beer. It's the same thing. And isn't it weird because XPA is actually an acronym for Strum for Shum. I mean, it's just a shorthand. That's how you write it, XPA. It's just what happens. Absolutely, yeah. This Plus is shame- well. This is shameless from you. Shameless that you're going and pimping yourself, pimping your body out for beer. Well, look, all I'm going to say to followers out there is don't believe me. Get on their website, uh, fivepointsbrewing.co.uk. Um, they're in Hackney, East London, obviously the best part of London. Um, they do all sorts of good stuff as well. They run apprenticeship schemes for youngsters in the area so they can get into the business. They do all their energy sourcing from reliable sources and renewable energies, and they put 5% of their profits back into local communities and charities. So they're really, really good, real good uh, community brewery. And I'll tell you what, their beer's really good, which is, let's face it, the most important thing. So Cassian, I know definitely you love all this stuff. I see you uh, posting about different beers all the time. So get onto their website, have a look and buy some of their beer. Right, I think we've given them enough of a plug, I think. But them sending you beer, shameless. I think, look it, I'm a dad. I'm about to be a dad at two. I think if anybody wants to send me double buggies, nappies, wipes, uh, pseudocreme, or anything that gets shit from underneath someone's nails, I would greatly appreciate it if you could send it my way. But come here, uh, Rhino, the actual podcast is sponsored by Cassidy M&E, Quantity Surveyors. So I know it's a bit of a mix, isn't it? So We, uh, we yeah. count stuff, you need counting. Yeah. I don't think that's their motto. Is that, is that, no. Is that their tagline? I don't think okay. so. Um, you but, call us, we'll count it. But look, at the reason that we're stalling and the reason that people <laughs> probably think they've stumbled into the food and wine section of the podcast, uh, grouping categories on iTunes, is because it's a pretty slow news week. But one major thing happened, and this was kind of hilarious. So the Syria bombings happened. Donald Trump flexed his tiny muscles and sent 58 Tomahawk cruise missiles into an airport uh, because of the whole chemical weapons thing, which broke my heart as a dad uh, to see all those harrowing images. But every paper in America had that as their headline, you know, Trump this, Tomahawk that, Syria. But on that day, only one paper throughout all of America did not have that as the headline. In Wisconsin, Aaron Rodgers, Olivia Munn split. OMG. OMG. I just, I just don't even get. I mean, yes, it's a, it's a slow, it's a slow news week, which is why we're talking about it. But let's face it: if this happened in the middle of the season or during halftime of the Super Bowl, we'd still be talking about it because that's just the way the world is. But it's strange, isn't it? Because what's it matter? It really doesn't matter, does it? Mm. And the thing is, all the haters this week came back out on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook, and do you know what? Shame on you guys. Shame on you guys for saying things like, oh, that mean Rodgers will start playing well again. Sorry, did you watch him last season? Played pretty well. Yeah, he was um, in the MVP race and people are like, he yeah. might start playing well. What's he going to do? Is he going to just ascend into heaven to sit at the right side of the Lord? I mean, what else do you want yeah. Aaron Rodgers to do? I mean, there's nothing worse than lazy journalism, but mm. uh, closely followed by that is lazy tweeting and Facebook posts. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. 
has no effect on him as a quarterback. But now, but yeah. he... do you want to discuss it? Do you want to discuss it? What you think it might be, or yeah, no, look, do you, I, to, I... Do, you want, do you want to come up with some conspiracy theories, or are we just going to say, do I, it's not important, move on? I just think he could make love for longer than six hours expertly, and I think it annoyed her. No, look, let me so let me walk through some of the details anyway for the people, right? So I'm just going to state statements of all of this thing because. I do want to talk about it, Ryan, and the reason I want to talk about it is is not only because it's a really slow news week, that's not it, no. In all honesty, I want to talk about it because I'm not really in that camp of people who like to pretend that things don't exist or don't matter. I Look, we're all people, and if even in air jobs that we go to, which are, you know, re- regularly boring or whatever, and we go, if something bad happened to us, like, uh, you know, we were in a car accident on the way to work, or something was happening in our personal lives, like, you know, like, people go through divorces all the time, and that guy who comes into work probably is wearing, you know, the same suit for the last four years, it's crumpled, he's got cat shit on his arse, you know, like, there's always, he's gonna be affected by it, and it, the same happens with famous sports people. So let me, if I may, indulge because it's been a long time and there's been a lot of muck that's come out about Aaron Rodgers. Now, I will preface all of this, Ryan, all right, by saying the quote that Aaron Rodgers said at the beginning of all of this. I'm not passing judgment on any of this. I'm just, for anybody who doesn't read People magazine, which I'm pretty sure is 94% of the podcast listening, uh, people, you know, I, I'm just going to recap <laughs> this, the saga because this, this where all this what stuff. magazine? People magazine is the one that we retweeted. Like heat. Yeah, pretty much. Do you know when people say, I'm a people person? And you're like, oh, I'm more of a heat magazine, man, myself. You know, so anyway. What I'll do is, is I just want to recap on some of the details, right? So if, if people don't know about it, because it's like, remember when there was the punter battle and everyone was giving it about Mass Day before... Uh, one of the biggest the off-season. off-season stories ever. But it kind of was because he'd been around forever and then they were releasing uh, stories in the Wisconsin papers about him and his family have to make do and he's still a downturn type of Joe. And then all of a sudden he gets bet out by somebody like Peter Mortel who was from Green Bay. It's such a success story. And then they let Peter Mortel go, oh no, and then Mass Day's in. And then Mass Day gets sacked for Shum and then Shum comes out and he's ripped like a brick shithouse. Look, and we were going on about that, and it was such... every Remember, every week in the podcast, was like, oh my God, here's the latest twist. When we came out and said, breaking news, they've just let Maste go, and they're after signing a new guy, Shum. Someone came into us and said, yeah, obviously, so. Because he wasn't following the trip all along, and he didn't get the sort of rise and fall. I know some people aren't excited by punters. But anyway, so let me raise some of these details, and let me see what you think, right? So Aaron Rodgers, first off, when... So his brother, Jordan Rodgers who was a quarterback back in the day, wasn't going to make it in the NFL. He did the show called The Bachelorette. Now, I'm not going to do this uh, man thing, because I think man things, man people tend to do this thing. Man people. Men, uh, ordinarily, for short. Is they do this thing of like, uh, what's that thing? You know the thing that they use to straighten the hair? And you go, yeah, a hair straightener. Oh, yeah, whatever. And you're like, look, it doesn't make you gay. It doesn't make you less of a man if you know what a hair straightener is. It's the same. Do you ever get that, Ryan? Or people go, you know the eye stuff? What eye stuff? What are you talking about? You know the women, the, the eye stuff? What, mascara? No, the, the, the other uh, eyeliner. Yeah, whatever. And you're like, like, dude, I know the makeups solely because I've been in a relationship for like nine years. And if you don't know at that stage what this shit is, then you're just... Pret- I don't know why you're pretending. I don't know why you're pretending. So... Anyway, all I'm saying is is that let me... I don't know why I got backtracked. So The Bachelorette, as I don't watch The Bachelorette, <laughs> is what I'm saying. But I'm not doing that as in like... Oh, well, the ba- yeah, the, the Bachelorette or whatever that thing is. It's called The Bachelorette and it's the all fight for one dude. And he was the dude, I think. Or was he one of the dudes fighting for the girl? I don't know. He came out and talked about uh, this one. 
and he was going to bring her home to meet his family and she was sort of alluding to the fact oh you know I might get to see Aaron and he came in and said oh Aaron's not going to be there so it blew up in the media didn't it and we had to talk about it and people were saying is that affecting him Aaron Rodgers has fell out with his family and all this stuff Aaron Rodgers was asked about it at the time and he said quote I just don't think it's appropriate talking about family stuff publicly and they asked him well do you think Jordan's going to be at the game on Sunday he says I don't know I really don't. So Aaron Rodgers has been categorical at the start of all this that he doesn't talk about family or personal stuff in the media. That's fine. And there was rumours. Now, I don't know if it comes from him or where these people even get this stuff from. But there was rumours that when Olivia Munn was coming out talking about their sex life on chat shows that he was pretty pissed off. Now, and people say, now that makes sense to me. You know, you'd, yeah. you'd be pissed off. But I don't know. I didn't hear it from Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know if Aaron Rodgers says he doesn't want to talk about it. I doubt he's coming out going, I don't want to talk about it. But she was, shouldn't have been t- saying all that stuff. But I wouldn't have liked it. Here's the details. It was a three-year relationship. They say they're still close friends. E! News have said that Olivia called the break. Who cares? Um, And then there was all the stuff about... Uh, <laughs> Olivia Munn came out at the time and said that she had no idea who he was when they first got together. She didn't know he was an American football player or she just thought he was handsome. Yeah, I just think that's bullshit, right? And that's the thing, Ryan. And when I heard that, I was like, don't, don't it, that's the same type of thing I was talking about that kind of eye, eye stuff or the, the stuff to straighten the hair and the pretending you don't know as if to say it's not important. I think the phrase we all need here is is shut your tits. So then Jordan Rogers goes <laughs> on The Bachelorette and he airs this dirty laundry and then there was all these rumours that Olivia Munn and Aaron broke up in that October because she ripped off some of her pictures off Instagram. Now I don't know this instinctively. I did a bit of research for the podcast like we always do. Then in January 2016 there was rumours that they were engaged. Wasn't true. Then there was rumours this January 2017 that they were engaged. She came out and said it wasn't true. There was stories in the media like for forever saying that a few months after they got together that Aaron Rodgers pulled away from his family and these are quotes this is not me saying any of this uh, there's stuff that his family quote didn't trust her because she was with him for the wrong reasons which is weird because she came out and said she didn't even know who he was but then you're wondering did she come out and say that because that's what people are saying about her who cares um, and then they something that actually is tangible and I'll shut up now in a second for all the people that aren't into gossip but it, I'm just giving you the details okay just giving you the details New York Times had an interview with his dad when it was coming up to some of the playoff games and they said to him, is it bad in the family? And he says that the the father came out and said, quote, fame can change things, unquote. And then there was all these rumours that came out that said his family had to pay for their own tickets. Who knows if that's true? There's rumours that come out and said that every meeting that she had with his family went really badly. We weren't there. Who knows if that's true? And then there was rumours that have said that he hasn't spoken to his family since 2014. But again, who knows if any of that's true? So, Ryan, the thing is, is my point really is, is that look at the amount of details or lack of details or bullshit rumours that have been out there that have trundled on and on and on and on. And who broke up with who and they're going to remain friends and who thought she deleted some of her Instagram pictures. Oh, no! You know, and then who cares? And at least now... That distraction will be taken away because I'll end it here and I want to know what you think. And you, you're not allowed to jump in with a manly response of, well, don't give a shit, can we move on, right? So you're not allowed to say that. Is that um, Odell Beckham went on that boat trip and he said that the boat trip wasn't something that took his mind away from his play. It was what people were going to say the boat trip did to his mind 
will take away from the play. Do you get me? You know, like it's not the fact yeah, that he yeah, went yeah. on it. It's the it's the storm around it. So whatever people want to say about anybody's personal relationships, they they can probably be told by Aaron Rodgers to shut their tits. But there is that storm that comes around it and all the stuff that his family aren't talking to him and all this type of stuff. So like as much as people like to pretend that the Aaron Rodgers relationship doesn't matter, it did matter. It did cause a storm and it's over now. And I suppose maybe stuff might go back to some level of normal but maybe start up all over again the minute he gets himself another girlfriend who knows do you think this is a nonsense story do you think anybody's relationship can't be brought in do you admit that it is a factor when it comes to play i think look face it the, the story is is nothing doesn't really matter private life should be private however unfortunately when you're a celebrity or sports star film star whatever then it's going to because for some reason, you know, people all over the world seem to have this thirst to find out what everyone else is doing in their lives. So mm. that's a shame. I think the it doesn't matter who he's with, to be honest, or or who he's not with in this case. Um, but the, the, the problem is with it all, I guess it's always a distraction, isn't it? It's always anytime somebody's talking about you, your family, the, the, the girlfriend, the ex-girlfriend, whoever. Mm. It's always something to take away from what we should be talking about, which is quite simply football um, and the good things he's involved with in terms of like charities and stuff like that. That's what we should be talking about. The personal life should be allowed to be his personal life and be private. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, the world's just not like that. And so, um, but quite frankly, look, let's face it, 18 days to the draft now, I think by the time the draft comes around, we'll all have forgotten who she is and we'll have all moved on and, I don't know though, Ryan. I don't know because breaking news out of Chicago, now that she's been released by Aaron Rodgers, she's now signed a five-year, $125 million deal with $14 million guaranteed. I mean, that's yeah. a good deal, man. That's well, that deal. was always going to happen, wasn't it? It was either going to be the Bears <laughs> or the Vikings, you know, and, and the, even the Lions now. Everybody yeah. tries to everyone tries to, to sweep up on the Packers players that we released. Yeah. So. Seahawks and Bills jumping in there recently as well bit of a weird if one. I could try and make a, a little segue again Aaron Peterson uh, Aaron Peterson Adrian Peterson's name came up again this week God uh, maybe it's time for us to take an ex-Viking for a change and try and turn it around yeah do you know what's, it's it's again it's Bill Belichick again so Bill Belichick has brought in or did bring in Adrian Peterson for a meet apparently to try push down Lagar Blunt's price because he's asking for too much and as you said, Ryan, I think it's right. AP will probably stick around until the draft is over and someone will pick him up. But I, he's not a three-down back anymore, really, is he? Mm, don't know. Honestly, don't know. I suppose the thing is, with his injuries over the past couple of years, he doesn't have that tread on his tyres. There's a chance you have to use him in a particular way. You have to you have to manage his, his workload. But I don't know if the price is right. I don't think we'll take it because, yes, as I said the other week, his age is getting on a bit. But... yeah. I'll to be what, fair, if, if his if his age falls, if sorry, if his age falls, that'd be Andy, wouldn't it? We'll do with that. <laughs> Benjamin Button disease. Yeah, if his price falls, then it'd be silly not to kick the tires on this guy. I mean, mm. he's he came out and said, you know, don't believe everything you read. It's not all about the money. Not sure I believe him, but it's not all about the money. So you know, maybe he looks at a team like a, a Patriots or a Packers or a, I don't know a Steelers. Mm. Um, so you know, somebody like that that. And I only mean that by in terms of a contender. Yeah. Um, I know some of those teams maybe don't have, have the need. But, you know, he's going to be looking at maybe a contender because essentially he's broken a load of records. He's proven he's a, in terms of football, he's, he's, a, he's a legend. Um, he's probably just about there for the Hall of Fame, I think we'd agree. Oh, yeah. Um, so really the only thing he hasn't done, because obviously he's been a Viking, is win a Super Bowl. 
Um, so right now at this stage of a career, really, he should be looking to sign on for Tuppence and uh, just get somewhere that can win him the ring. Sign on for Tuppence? Jesus, you sounded like you're from up north. That's why I did it, mate. I've got to try and mix it up, make everybody feel welcome. Better believe it, mate. But uh, yeah, do you know what? It's a weird one for him because I think if... Because he's been on a garbage team and he's done so well and... It's kind of it's it's like Messi being on Scunthorpe United, you know. It's when if you move him to a good team, then I wonder is he worried that his legacy, I don't know, might suffer if he can't reproduce on a good team? Because people have been saying, you know, look, he, he did really well with the Vikings and they were trash, and now he's gone to an actual good team and he still can't get it going. He's actually fizzled out. I think there's an awful lot of stuff going through his head, and I think his price is bigger than everybody else's. But look, it's speaking of prices and getting money off, Eddie Lazy's having a garage sale. Hey, this is also I've seen this. I've seen <laughs> this. And, and me and Steve, let's be honest, we, we originally booked plane tickets for the original date yeah. and then it got changed. So we haven't been able to go. But let's face it, right, if I could say to you now, I'm going to give you an open checkbook. You get to walk into Eddie Lacey's garage sale and you can purchase one item. What are you going for? Jockstrap. Is jockstrap. Now I'll tell you what, I'm going in for I'm gonna buy <laughs> I'm gonna buy an interview off him because we've been foraging around in his gaff for about ten years now looking for a damn interview. Well not yeah. ten years. But you know, a long problem time is, problem is he has he has a feisty agent that lives outside the front porch on a in in, in, a, in a kennel. And every time we get close <laughs> to that front door, the agent just comes out barking at us like yeah. like we're some sort of postman chasing us back down the lane. Yeah. So, but she's yeah, one of those She's one of those, I think, that just doesn't respond to you for about two years and then eventually does when you go and email the company email address. She jumps in as if to say, haha, still here, bitch. <laughs> and then we're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But do you know what I was shocked She's... by, Ryan? Uh, let me tell you this. I was shocked because he's after saying, and this is not what I expected. He said, caution, you won't find any fine china, Gucci sneaks or flat screens. I'm pretty simple. Just raising a few bucks for a good cause. Ryan, I, I was expecting fine china. Fine. China. Uh, China. Well, said, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Let's face it. There'd be no point in picking up his cooker because that thing won't be nearly new. That thing's been working overtime. Um, <laughs> deep, deep fat fryer, though, might be new. He might have a few thousand to go after yeah, breaking down. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, let's face it. He's going to have some big TVs. He's going to have some stuff. I imagine most of that's just been shipped up to Seattle, I would think. Oh, yeah. So most of the good stuff's going to be gone. It's, it's funny, though, isn't it? Because, again, it's, this, is a, this is a player that doesn't play for the Packers having a garage sale before he essentially ships up to Seattle for for next season. And it's been all over Twitter and Facebook and Bleacher Report and everything else all week, which so, says to you how yeah. much is going on in football this week. It's a slow news week. But you know what? That garage sale of him just selling off all junk is kind of a good metaphor for what the NFL do with the International Series games. You know, they just put out their stall and on it they have like Rams and Vikings and don't, Dolphins. Don't expect any fine china here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just some old junk. I'm pretty simple like we think you are as fans. Uh, thanks NFL we'll give you the Browns <laughs> yeah, and you know what they say like I know that they had they were winless last season pretty much but you know it's they're still they're a t- team on the rebuild eh yeah because they won no fucking games but um, anyway Rhino, let's do you know what this, this I'm is... just going to make I just want to make a really sorry before we move on and we've mentioned the Browns yeah I want to make a bold prediction god here we go don't tell me they're going to make the playoffs Cleveland Browns to make the playoffs this year. Oh dear Jesus, why? Why would they make? Why, who's their quarterback? Why would they? How could they make it with that quarterback? It doesn't matter who your quarterback is. <laughs> okay, Dwayne Johnson behind center 
would probably do a better job than RG3 did. Maybe he should. Maybe he should. Maybe they keep Brock Osweiler and he actually balls out. I think I think the Oz actually turns the tables on everyone else. Yeah. I don't. I don't. No. I don't know. He's so terrible. I don't know what the answer is, but look, let's face it. This year, next year, they're going to be playoff team. Mm. Don't believe it. Well, it's a bold prediction. There's no point in me going, the Browns might win more, one more game than last year. It's a bold prediction. I'm going playoffs. You're so bad. You're so bold. But come here. I want to talk about somebody. If I may. Go on and, and this is someone that when, when I saw it, I don't even think it was a news article. I think it was just a tweet. So I did a bit of foraging and I was amazed by this dude's story. Don Jackson signs again. Anyone care? Do you care? I care. How are you doing, Don? Uh, obviously he's listening, so... No, he's listening, yeah. But I went to try research Don Jackson and found out that he's also a Canadian figure skater, world champion in 1962. So I just want to say, Don, fair play to you, buddy. Uh, doing well. So does he have like the Jay Cutler issue where if you put Jay Cutler into Google, you actually yeah. get a bodybuilder and not Jay Cutler the quarterback? Yeah, and then you spend ages looking at his damn videos because he's just more fascinating and interesting. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't say fascinating. There's something weird about bodybuilders, isn't there? I mean, it, it kind of mm. looks weird. I know every one of them yeah. could probably kick my ass, but you also probably can't run more than 10 yards. Yeah, but so. I, yeah, I don't get bodybuilding. I especially don't get bodybuilding when it's just some dude who works in an office. I had a dude who worked with me before in an office, and he was a bodybuilder, and his chair would be like, Jesus, every time he'd sit down. His chair had his chair went to HR to lodge a complaint but he was big for no reason I mean you're just look it's like looking at someone and going look at him lift the heavy thing and look at him do it again and again and again and for no good reason and they're weird like I, I didn't actually I worked with another woman whose husband well, who she became they became husband and wife a bodybuilder but they're all really really vain obviously because you're that into their body so uh, he used to do that thing you know the competitions where they used to rub that mud into each other the fake tan stuff so he had other bodybuilder friends who used to come in and she said it was really unsettling because he'd answer the door to these big massive dudes like Arnie Bigger and he'd go hey man oh Jesus man looking sexy and he'd be like yeah lift up your top oh sweet man that's real hot and you know and they weren't gay but they were just like oddly complimenting each other in really specific ways like oh your quadriceps look amazing you know like and they were taking each other's shirts off in the front room yeah well where... i mean steve I, I just want to compliment you on your uh forearms there they're looking nice. awesome thanks that's the only bit of that's the only bit i can see and uh, um, ryan your your pecker is the only bit that i can see uh <laughs> there across the desk but yeah anyway don jackson don't which not is speaking... the name of my dog yeah pecker <laughs> uh which is weird when you go out and try call him uh, I wanted to get two dogs and call them terms and conditions. But anyway, so Don Jackson, not to be confused with the 1962 World Figure Skating champ. And I, you know what? I went on and watched the video. He was the first man ever to do a triple spin from a munch. Or so they said something at the end I couldn't catch and I just couldn't be bothered to go back and listen to it. Don Jackson running back out of Nevada. He was an undrafted... Um, he was undrafted when he came in uh, by the Packers. Now, I saw him sign. So now that he signed his tender... Uh, third running back on the roster so i looked him up and i was kind of thinking you know let's let's try get some stats on him let's see should we be excited about him we put out a meme last year uh when you know when we had no running backs and everyone got injured starks was injured Lacey was injured and don jackson was the only one um and we had a picture of a guy coming into a room that was empty and said don jackson at the running back class or at the running back you know sessions or whatever and he retweeted and liked and all this type of stuff so he was on a radar a bit. But Ryan, have you heard about this guy's story? It's incredible. He got a late start 
in life. Um, and his his past is just grisly. So uh, he really started playing properly in his senior year, and he rushed for a thousand and seventy eight yards and eight touchdowns in only thirteen games. And then he combined for fifteen rushing touchdowns in his last two seasons. He's a small dude. He's only five foot ten, two hundred and five pounds, and his his forty time was ridiculous four point four seven. But he was he wasn't invited to the combine because you know he he didn't reach that top echelon of players. 447 40 yard dash on his pro day and if he would have went to the combine that would have been fifth amongst running backs in indianapolis that year but to give you sort of a background of this guy uh, when i was reading into him because they had it was in the reno gazette journal uh, was what this article was that sort of went into his life and they like to do this take sort of lesser known players and chronicle them and these are the words this is what he was into like you know me and you ryan obviously when we we're younger we're into tiddlywinks collecting stamps and knowing the capitals of the world. This guy is slightly different. Gang banging, drugs, alcohol, guns. And they said he had a complete disregard for his school or his life at all. And he even says himself, this is a quote yeah. from him. He said, I like the thrill of the danger. I had a big thrill for it. I go to a party knowing it was going to get shot up and I still went. The guns came out and I'd move closer. That's just how I was. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think one of the things as well that I found out actually before he got accepted into Nevada... He actually had to go via um, Iowa Western Community College. Mm. So probably I'm guessing the reason for that being is because of the, I guess, of a lack of respect for the school system and grades and all that stuff. He's had to then go, you know, the hard way to the NFL, if you like. But you'd have to say now, I mean, I mean, let's face it, that kind of background, it'd be somebody it would be great to try and get on a podcast when it try and get mm. into that mindset of where he was. Yeah. He's obviously not there now because, let's face it, the Packers wouldn't have him, you know, they wouldn't be taking this kind of shot on an outside guy if that, if that was still happening. But some of the words you see come up time and time again around this player, and it's uh, if you go back to the year um, when he was actually picked up, um, all right, he didn't, I don't. I don't think he was drafted, was he? He was undrafted. No, he was undrafted. Yeah. Um, but even then, like you see any of the sort of the notes on him or the coaches' comments on him, you generally see this: speed, juice, energy. Okay, they're the words that come up time and time again. Okay, so he was unfortunate, wasn't he, last year? Let's face it. He yeah. he got in, got onto the full roster proper after Eddie Lacy got uh, whacked out on I on IR. And then, unfortunately for him, I think he features in two games for not a great deal of touches. Yeah. And then he ends up being on IR himself for a hand injury. So, I don't know. I mean, there's not really a downside to this move, is there? I can't imagine it's for a great deal of money. Um, so, I, there's not really a downside. Uh, and plus, as well, we need more bodies. As, as uh, Ted Thompson said the other week, we need more bodies. And why not this one? Yeah, and he's a small guy, and as we went into his past, he's a tuggy guy. He's kind, him and Kristen Michael are kind of prototypical, you know, they're of these small, really direct runners. Yeah, you know, I'd like chip I, on their shoulder, angry kind of. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to see him because again, just going into his background, other stuff that's in his because I just found. I'm sorry, I just have to pull it back because I just found it so fascinating, right? That this guy, his missus was in detention when he was in school. And he was meant to be in detention, but he was off getting in a fight with someone. And someone ran into detention and said to his missus, here, listen, uh, Don's not going to be in because he's off having a fight. And the teacher said, you Don Jackson's girlfriend, stay away from that dude. And his quote was something like, you know, here it is. He's dead or in jail before he's 17. And this guy, his mother was in prison 
uh, I think it was just before, just after he was born. His brother was a career criminal criminal who was in and out of prison. Uh, I think he's currently in prison for vehicular manslaughter. And then he was sentenced again for trying to escape. So his mother, his brother, all in prison. So his mom saw the road he was going down and decided, I'm going to send him in for a visit to the county jail to show him how bad it is. So at age 11, she sent him into the county jail. But because his older brother uh, was so well known in the place and he went in, they all recognized him for being, and his brother had a nickname called Whitey. And they said, oh shit, look, it's Whitey's brother. So they were knocking and banging on the glass going, look, look, it's Whitey's little brother, it's Whitey's little brother. So he said he loved that. He loved going in and getting the adulation of all the people in the prison at 11 years of age. And then he says that five of his friends, including his cousin, and it says here like his godbrother, didn't even know that was a thing, were murdered in gang fights and gang banging. And he said that, you know, he that it was eye-opening for him and all that type of stuff, but it was just life to him. And then he said yeah. that he turned it all around. But like you said, Ron, exactly that. I would love to get this guy on the podcast so that we could grill him on how did he turn his life around? Because usually when you go that far gone, at 11 going into prison, your mother's been in prison, your brother's been in prison, he's in prison now for killing someone with a car. And, you know, and if anyone wants to read it, by the way, uh, go on to the Reno Gazette Journal, type in Reno Gazette Journal, Don Jackson, and read his story there. Absolutely incredible stuff, but definitely, Ryan, yeah. someone with a chip on the you- shoulder. Mike Daniels-style person. Yeah, and you'd have to think as well that now he's got this opportunity. I mean, I know you said obviously when he was a younger guy, there's quotes about him having, you know, actually elevating towards it, actually, yeah, you know, want wanting more. And I think actually there's been all sorts of studies done about things, whether it's football hooligans, whether it be gangs, drug gangs, whatever. It's about that security and safety, isn't it, of being in a group setting? Yeah, somebody always having your back, uh, never having to be alone, never having to worry because you know you got the group there. Um, so part of that is that addiction to it. Um, and, you know, there's been all sorts of studies done on that. Not by me. I'm not nearly smart enough. But, <laughs> you know, that's that's what it's about sometimes. And actually for some time, especially in, in a guy maybe in a situation that's grown up in it, mm. not known any different, older brothers, older family members, older friends are in it. And they've grown up and that is all there is. Yeah. You know, trying to then take a step out of that voluntarily is a huge ask. And sometimes it's too much for anyone to be able to do. This kid's done it. He's now got a chance in the NFL. He's now got a chance with the Packers. Um, he'll be hungrier than anybody. Mm. Okay, he's he's been hungry enough to go through community college and then to Nevada, and I think he's like their thirteenth all-time lead in Russia there. Um, so you know he he had a good he had a good time in college. He's obviously got through college, got grades, got things that he needs, and he is turning it around. And he's going to be hungry. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He could be a big player for the Packers. Let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see what you know what happens in the draft and if they keep him around. But like this is a guy, I mean, you don't grow up gangbanging with drugs and you come from a, you know, a high, you know, upper class area. So obviously the guy's from a tough area is probably gonna want to provide now for his mom and try elevate her out of that because if she's been in prison for God knows what, uh, you know, he's gonna want to give her the cash to drag her out of the shit. But I tell you what, Rhino, from one sort of guy who's made it out to another guy who's an absolute clown. <laughs> Well, sorry, yeah, were you going to do a big, I don't know if there was a big, big thing coming there, but I'm just going to jump in. How how can it be that at the start of the week, we were making notes about signing a guy, mm. and now we're making notes within the same week about the guy being cut from the roster because he fails a medical? Oh, I mean, super this tough. dude, 
as you said, there's absolutely no doubt when you suggested this guy's clown of the week. Absolutely no doubt. No. This guy is a clear out in front winner. Yeah, Ego Ferguson. I mean, if there's one... I always wanted to give my kid a weird first name just so that it'd stand out and that if it... And people were like, no, you get bullied. No, because it stands out. There was a guy in my town uh, called Fabian, right? I don't know him. I don't know what he looks like, but I know there's a guy in my town called Fabian. And I said, is he Italian? Or, and they were like, no, no Italian heritage whatsoever. In fact, his second name is a super Irish name. And I was like... Jesus, weird, right? So this guy, Ego Ferguson, he had it all going for him. He had a weird first name. It's half the battle. So he gets signed by the Packers. Like you said, Rhino, me and you, you know, feverishly writing notes and getting stats on this guy and wondering, can he, can he, you know, offer something to the Packers? This guy, to go to show you his cloneliness. And the Packers, bear in mind, on the waiver, cloneliness, we're using it. We're going to yeah, take I like it. that word. Um, so he was, the Packers are 29 on the waiver wire. So you can kind of gather that this guy's not going to be picked up thereafter. So he had a chance to land on the Packers. Now, again, that said, I don't know why he failed the uh, physical or medical or whatever, Ryan. I don't know if you do. I don't know whether that's an injury-related thing I that imagine, he couldn't do. Maybe yeah. he was fit, you know, and just his shoulder was dodgy. I was going to say, maybe it's related to the shoulder and he just hasn't been able to prove it's good. Yeah. And that's the thing, is that this guy, second-round pick out of LSU, surely had it all going for him. Uh, they say that he, you know, he has the talent to play on multiple spots on the D line. Um, that he's, you know, he's a he's a big sized dude. Uh, he's the skill set to line up as a three tech. And you know, they said that he was he could have been promising. His problem was, is that his rookie year, excellent, sixteen games. Then he got that knee injury, so that meant that his 2015 campaign uh, was cut down to four games. And then while he was on that um, timeout, then he got done for another four games for violating the performance-enhancing drug policy. Then he got the shoulder injury in the preseason yeah. last year, um, where he had to get he had to get surgery on it. Doesn't he could do so? That ended his whole season. So after sort of two sort of wishy-washy years, he was let go by the Bears. Could have had a chance to redeem himself, but at least now the Packers aren't on the hook for his salary in that right now. Yeah, I mean, his rookie year wasn't actually that bad, considering it's a rookie year at a difficult position to play. It doesn't You don't find many rookies that plug and play and are just awesome from the off at that position. So, yeah. you know, he played all 16 games for his rookie, rookie year in 14. 12 tackles, two sacks, three passes deflected. By all, by all reports, the, the, he was highly thought of at that time. As he said then, the years after that, injury issues, uh, drug bans and so on. Um, now the thing is, as as you also alluded to at the end there, um, before I jumped in, uh, that we're not on the hook for the salary. Yeah. Uh, and and essentially now, what he becomes is a free agent. So it's not to say that we might not take a take a chance again on a on a lower salary, because obviously if we picked him up, I think we'd have taken on that last year of his salary. Yeah. And we'd have paid essentially what the Chicago Bears um, would have paid him in that final year. So what we've done now is we've brought him in, we've taken a look. It might not be a complete fail, but it might be the Packers are saying, do you know what? For the level of risk that's there, it's not worth his current his current contract um, that the Bears had him down for. So he, like you said, again, 29 out of 32 we was when we picked him up, unless team 30, 31, 32 want to pick him up. Um, he's probably going to be a free agent. The Packers may revisit this one. 
Yeah. Uh, it's a good point as well, the fact that this doesn't mean... Because, you know, people were sort of saying, like, oh, what a, what a dumbass, you know, failing the physical. But then we don't know if it's injury-related. But at the same time, he still fits our clown because of all of the stuff that's happened in his past. And I don't know, there, there is... It's kind of been alluded to out there. Who knows? Who knows what happened to the physical? He failed it anyway. But, Ryan, um, some other exciting news Um, I know that sort of you were getting jazzed up about was the fact that the Packers have submitted the proposal to host the draft because we all know the draft is a bit of a traveling roadshow now. It can land anywhere. This is something that really sort of whets your appetite, right? Oh, yeah. And I, I'm just saying now, Green Pack, and we know most of the front office, you know, including Mark Murphy. How you doing, Mark? You're all listening. We know this. Um, When you get the draft in Green Bay... Me and Steve, we'll come and we'll come and announce the draft pick for you. Oh, um, you know, it doesn't doesn't have to be a first rounder, probably a second rounder. We, we're a pretty big deal, um, <laughs> so we'll come and announce that for you. That's fine. Yeah, um, but we also want we also want to say on who you draft with that pick as well. It's just just one of the things we'll pop in the contract. Yeah, and what do you reckon? Yeah, we won't charge them this time. I think we'll we'll do it for free. No, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll pay for flights if you can put us up and um, give us give us tickets. Uh, that'd be fine. I think that's a fair deal. Yeah, because we were going to stay in Aaron Rodgers' house or Eddie Lacy's house, but Eddie Lacy's moving. Aaron Rodgers is selling one of his Green Bay gaffes, so we might actually need a place to stay, Murph, if you want to go see. Do you remember the time actually going back a while? There was uh, one of the houses on the street across from Lambeau was up for sale. <laughs> yeah. And I got excited by it. And, and I remember on some of my report cards at school, I was always told quite often, read the question before you answer. <laughs> right? And and we had a bit of that situation. So I've I've got straight on the blower to Steve. And I'm like, Steve, it's here. The chance is here. We can get a house in Lambeau across from the stadium. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, there's one for 75 grand. Won't even need any work doing. He's going, <laughs> he's going to me, 75 grand across from the stadium. He goes, really? I'm going, yeah, yeah. I've just seen it. I've got a post in front of me. 75 grand, yeah do we get down at the bank now and uh <laughs> so we're having a think about it anyway steve comes back 30 seconds later he goes you plum it's 750 grand <laughs> you know what's what's a what's a zero i mean all right steve's an account and he'll probably say it's fairly important yeah but, it's a bit important yeah. yeah so we could have had a house across from there and then we could have gone to the draft and we could have got at games and all the rest of it but <laughs> Turns out, grand. I was like, no, no. I'm trying to. I'm, I keep telling you, I'm trying to get employee of the month. It turns out I missed a zero off. It was quite a big deal, non-starter. Never mind. Yeah, but yeah, so, draft I, in Green Bay. Yeah, pretty tasty, right? So they, they've applied for 2019, 2020, 2021. Now the only thing that's going to stop them, and this is the whole sticking point, is is the actual space to accommodate people. Ryan, I had absolutely no idea that. So far for the draft in Philadelphia, 157,000 people have registered to attend the draft. That is yep. unbelievable. That's that's you crazy know, numbers. You know, last year, yeah. last year, the uh, last Chicago, sorry, have taken the draft the last two years, haven't they? Yeah. Two years back, 250,000 attended Jesus the draft. Christ. Last year... When they were worried, because I don't know if you remember watching the draft and the interviews with Moritz Boehringer and all those mm. cool stories that were coming out from the European guys. Um, but all that rain going on, mm. horrible weather, people literally being blown along behind behind the uh, uh, studio. Uh, 225,000 people still attended that weekend. Mans. It's a huge amount. And you're right. Yeah, one of the concerns from the league is that there won't be enough hotel space to to accommodate everybody, and this is even with um, 
what are they calling it? Title Town District being yeah. built. I think this year. I think that's opening. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and Lod- they've lodged colder there as well. Yeah, it's this summer. Yeah, that they're, now sure. that I think it, they're phasing it in. They're doing it in different phases. But yeah, the stuff being opened, which is incredible, because when we yeah. went over, you could see the amount of building work there. It was, it was pretty crazy. It looked amazing. And the guy that we went and we tailgated with the guy who invented hinterland beer and we went and stood there i was standing there with the guy who invented and brews hinterland beer drinking hinterland beer well looking at him it was the oddest thing so he has a massive brewery now that's going to be opening up and he's posting pictures on his facebook and he's looking straight across at lambeau field unbelievable so if we did have anything like that right now myself yourself lead the group straight into hinterland beer because uh, we know billy tressel in there now he's a great guy uh, so down to earth to say that this guy's and it's weird seeing him in all these sort of uh, promo videos because he's, he's you know he's so business like and, and all that sort of stuff when you meet this guy he's true true wisconsin he's wearing the short sleeve tees the trucker hat that looks like it's older than me um and he's just shooting the shit drinking some of his beer like and he's as modest as as you like but a massive brewery yeah. going in super high tech all right all right you've twisted me arm it's something back we'll go to the brewery <laughs> do you know what i mean oh we have to Look. Do you know what? Apart from the apart from the uh, the league's concern with hotel space, have mm. you seen what the other concern is? This is the one I love. Go on. A lack of taxis in the Green Bay area. This is actually genuinely concern. Hotel space and lack of taxis. Right. If that is going to be a problem, I'll buy a London black cab. Me and Steve will do like I'll drive a couple of hours, then Steve can go out there. And I'll drive, and we'll work it out. We'll, we'll put an extra taxi on. We'll we'll buy a bus, buddy. We we'll get a sixteen-seater. We'll do it. We'll do. It. We'll charge how much? We charge twenty dollars hotel to stadium. Yep, done. We could be we could be mildly well off overnight. <laughs> <I'm> mildly well off. <laughs> yes, that's that's the dream. That's a dream of mine to be mildly yeah. well off. No, I I think there's a real possibility that this could happen. I mean, Roger Goodell said that Green Bay would be a great place for uh, to have the draft. Mm. Uh, Mark Murphy says the rest center is already there, almost purpose built for it to be the best place to have it. Also cuts out any concerns with the cold weather. Although, like I said, if you watched the one in Chicago last year, that was very very wet weather and it didn't seem to affect it too bad. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, the hotel thing. Um, Mark Murphy's also countered that by saying, you know, people will stay in Milwaukee, they'll stay in uh, Appleton, they'll stay in the surrounding towns and cities and travel into Green Bay for the draft, you know, and it's it's really not going to be that hard work. People will bring, I guess, um, you know, caravans or Winnebago's or whatever it is. Yeah. There's plenty of room around there to, to get in and do it somehow. I don't see it being a big issue. I think it'd be fantastic for the league to bring the draft Um Two title town. Can you can you imagine that as a as a young college kid getting drafted in title town in the same place where the likes of Lombardi and Curly Lambeau, mm. you know, plied their trade for many years? I mean, that's just a pretty cool thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, absolute dream. The the only problem really is is the competition that uh, we're up against. You know, so with us having put in, and we're gonna say us because we're Pack Nation. Uh, the other places that have teams that have put in for it are Denver, Atlanta, Dallas. Los Angeles, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and Canton. So, yeah. up against stiff well, competition. Well, let's face it, you know? Canton, Canton have a football field and couldn't even put on a football game. Yeah, seriously. So, True let's right. cut them out. There's no point in giving them a draft. Is there? They'll forget to, I don't know, they'll forget something pretty basic, like to tell the players to turn up or something. Yeah. You know? Oh, sorry, microphones. Do we need microphones? But, uh, yeah. 
But anyway, Rhino, it's about time to, uh, to speaking of uh, big players in the whole uh, UK Packers industry, it's time to get on to a pretty big dude who's been tweeting us in an awful lot. It's uh, it's fan of the week, buddy. Meet the fan. <laughs> Well, hey, oh, Jesus I tell you, it's, with the summer day as well, that music just gets me. I don't know why I'm naked, but it just works. Yeah, but the, the best thing about it is you just look good. <laughs> you, you are a birthday suit kind of guy. Now, look, the thing is for me, I said last week I want to go back to The Who. I got, I think, one supporting. It wasn't even a tweet or a Facebook post. It was very old-fashioned. Yeah. Uh, it was an email <laughs> from our yeah. friend Wu Chang, yeah, oh. who agreed with me that The Who should make a return. So that's two of us. So uh, Was yeah. that in the same email like... that he called me tone deaf, though? Because I think that's a conflict of interest in a way. He did, yeah, he did say, you know, we need the Who back, but basically not not with your vocals over the top yeah, of it. With the actual I mean, room. I wouldn't take offence by that. It's, it's, it's um, you know, it's constructive. <laughs> it's constructive. Yeah, you'd easily tell you're a manager and work. Like, look, I'm not second using the bad thing. But anyway, Rhino, we're, we're in the fan of the week segment. And we've got a new fan. This dude we've been mentioning on the podcast for ages now because he always sends in some good questions, but also wears some questionable outfits. It's Scotty, man. What's going on, buddy? You all right, guys? How's it going? Not too bad. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Good, good. So, so cheers for coming on. Look, we all know your name, Scotty, man, but who are you and where are you from? Um, yeah, I'm Scott Mann, obviously, as the, the name says. Um, <laughs> I'm from Hereford, which is sort of um, a little oh. city on the Welsh border that sounds right, like Ryan so... knows where it is. Yeah, well, Hereford's the town that can't really decide if it's English or Welsh because it's literally bang on the border, isn't it? Yeah, we're, we're definitely English. Um, there's, a, oh. there's an old law in Hereford that you can shoot a Welsh man with a bow and arrow through the heart and kill them in the cathedral grounds, and that's perfectly legal. What? Is and and you, can do this as, you can do this as an excursion trip? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, if any Welsh people do want to come up next Sunday, feel free, I'll, I'll meet you in the cathedral grounds quite happily, and we'll, we'll test it out. Pretty grim. <laughs> uh, pretty grim. I think we've got off to a really... I'm sure there's... I'm sure there's a an old law like that, though. Is there not something about in York you can still kill still still kill a Lancastrian with a longbow on a, on a certain day of the year? I'm sure there's something random like that. We we need more. Let's let's do a podcast on random laws. There's one in Greece on, that if on you... killing each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It seems like that. Yeah, I've got some weird ones, but they've nothing to do. Like one of them is that you're not allowed to keep a pig in a something like a pig in a cabinet in an office in america somewhere but there's one that if you don't bathe in greece for a week they can take your driving license away from you which is a weird one it's a weird one a week and just say you smell so no driving for you out walking surely you sweat more i don't, oh. I don't know how you come back from that one no. anyway so we know who you are we know where you are how did you become a packers fan um it sort of all came about when i started playing madden when i was younger obviously watched a few NFL games on the telly when it started coming on and I started playing Madden and I found that the only team that I could sort of win with was Green Bay so <laughs> I, I, I sort of went, once the internet come around and it was accessible to all of us I sort of looked into Green Bay a bit more and and the more I was reading up and looking at and then obviously the foam cheese heads and and stuff like that I sort of thought right this is my team and and yeah followed Green Bay since and Excellent. Sort of, yeah, that's the way I found Green Bay. So, look, look, who, what, what year do you reckon that Madden game was? Just out of interest. 
Um, I think it was 2007, 2008. It was the one just before. I think Brett Favre was on it on 09. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what player would have been on there. So yeah, look, mad fans. So Jesus, that that's a good uh, what's a good nine years now uh, that you've been with the pack, and obviously a few years after that, winning the Super Bowl. Happy days. What about this Lambo experience? Have you ever been to Lambo? And if you haven't, what's going on, buddy? No, I'm, unfortunately, I've never sort of been in a position to go to Lambo, and and I mean, I'm a hundred percent committed on going this year. Mm. Um, but it's just, I think it was last year in the regular season game against New York, um, I sort of injured my ankle, freakly sat on the sofa. Sat on the sofa? Uh, Hold on. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah, backtrack. Yeah. Backtrack back a bit there. What were you doing? I mean, were the pants on or off? What are we talking about here? No, I, I, th- I think the boxers were on and a WKD <laughs> iron brew was in hand. What a hard yes. stuff. Um, <laughs> and, and I sort of just, yeah, I, I'm not sure. My ankle just tweaked and a bit of excruciating pain and I ended up going to A&E and they had said that I dislocated the tendon in my ankle, and what? and after six weeks of being in a boot, they thought that'd be fine. But since then, it's been yeah, since then it's been a nightmare. And um, I've had an ultrasound scan recently, and they found that I've um, actually ruptured two of the ligaments, snapped the tendon, Jesus. and they can't really see what the cartilage is doing. So I need surgery on it. Um, Jesus. So that could be any time from three months to 10 months that the wait time is, which is obviously a great scale if you want to plan stuff. Yeah, I would look at... Wow, so you're actually... So hang on. So does that make him statistically the only guy in the world more injury-prone than Tony Romo? Because this guy, (laughs) he sat on his sofa having a drink and somehow does some serious damage to his ankles. Yeah, well, Dustin yeah. Johnson falls down the stairs just before the Masters, so I mean, it happens to the best of us. But do you know what? I, here's a boring story for you. Um, I was we uh, rescued this cat, right? So we had a small apartment in Dublin, and my sister said, "There's this cat here. Don't know, like he was found in a ditch. People were throwing stones at him. I can't keep him. Can you take him?" I was like, "Fine." So we brought him up to this small shitty apartment in Dublin, and I didn't have that in the house for him. The only thing that I had was like tuna. And uh, I was, but I had a can opener, but the can opener was closed with a cable tie because we just moved in. So I got this knife and had to open the can opener to get the cable tie off to open the tuna, right? It's very complicated. But didn't the knife go through the cable tie, pop through it and right into my finger, nearly chopped my finger off. So I had to go to A&E and the amount of jip that I got, because we're like, how did you do it? As if I was self-harming by chopping one of my fingers off. And they were really suspicious when I said, because I was trying to explain that story got a kitten and the kitten was in a bush and the thrown stones and I took the kitten can opener and the cable tie and the, and they thought it was too complex so that I was talking shit so they thought I'd been abused or someone attacked me how do you how did you explain going to the A&E and they say you've got an accident here that maybe an NFL running back has how did that happen and you go sitting on the couch no honestly you can tell us it's fine we'll make your girlfriend step out of the room and you can tell us Scotty what happened I mean were you were they freaked out did, did they ask so many questions as if to say what the f- happened yeah, they they were sort of they were they were amazed. They were stood there, sort of sending every doctor to come and see me. They were looking at my leg for for bite marks because my my ankle just swelled up massively, and they they had to give me morphine from the pain. And yeah. they kept asking me questions, and I was like, I'm not sure. I just sat on the sofa, and I was trying to get my phone out every five minutes to see what the Giants score was, and yeah. I was like, what's going on? And next thing, they come out with this big cast and. They were like, right, we can't see nothing. We can't see no fractures. We can't see no bites. So 
that's when they they sort of left it in a cast and said, right, you need to go to the um, fracture clinic on Tuesday. So that's unreal then. So as as obviously your mates and uh, we're now just taking the mick out of you when actually you went through quite a quite a pretty quite a bad time with this ankle. And uh, we, we're just making fun of you on the podcast. So I think uh, I'm going to change my stance and, and say that from this point forward, can everyone tweet hashtag Je suis Scotty Man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or, or I think if, if enough people um, hashtag send Scotty to Lambo, I think Green Bay might hopefully let's see do it. it. They, might, they, might set, they might take me over there for free. Right, let's do it. Let's do it. If every if every follower listening to this this podcast could just donate fifty p, we could actually send Scotty Man to Lambo to fulfil his childhood dreams of being sat there freezing with a broken ankle. Hold on, hold on. Right. Can I jump in here and say, right. me and Ryan, we put in Trojan work here day in day out. But Scotty Man hurts himself sitting on the couch, and he gets sent to Lambo for free. Is that what we're doing? Well, well, I don't know. I thought that's what we would... We, sorry, Scott, we're not doing that. Yeah, we have to veto that, Scotty. Sorry about that. Uh, but you can still send a 50p. Just send it to Ryan and Steve off the green bee, and uh, that'll be fine. <laughs> so we're actually going right. to steal. We're actually going to steal it. Okay. Look, okay, fine. Look, you said you want to get to Lambo. Obviously, you know the UK Packers put on those trips. Um, we'd love to have you along and have you join us. Tell us what you think of the UK Packers. Um, and how did you what find it, what us, it, Scotty? Yeah. Yeah, and what it's sort of given to you and... and, and you know, anything you want to say that's yeah. nice, really? Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of found the, found the UK Packers by... I was obviously looking for Packers gear and clothing and stuff and, and being the, the tight-fisted sort of bloke I am, I sort of done a done a Ryan Peacock and was sorting for some knockoff gear and I typed in UK Packers to see what sort of knockoff stuff was floating around in the UK and I found you guys. Oh! <laughs> I, I found the UK Packers... Um, website that sounds a bit weird doesn't it, right? that doesn't sound too complimentary buddy that's like, like he's yeah. looking for cheap knockoff shit and found yeah. us well, well I, I, I wasn't where did i get that for... reputation anyway <laughs> I, I i think that was just super bowl rings that um all oh, right yeah that but yeah I, I sort of found the website there and i i was having a look through the website and then um, I mean, I've had Twitter for years, but I've never, it, it confused me massively. I was like, mm. what's going on? People are saying this, I'm missing half of it. And then I sort of just typed in UK Packers on Twitter and found that you had a Twitter and followed you. And, and then you cited us. Yeah, sat, sat back a bit and, and watched. And then I thought, oh, I might might tweet now and again. And then eventually it just sort of, I think I bombard you with random tweets now. Yeah, and we love it. Oh, yeah. We love it. Yeah, ra- random WKD. Especially, I have to say as well, Scotty, uh, you're not quite as innocent as you make out because you and Steve have basically managed to convince the whole world that I have a drink problem, almost, <laughs> almost single-handedly. Have you not? Uh, I, I don't know, Scotty. Like he drinks every day on the day. I do think that you gave him the moniker of liking Wicked. All of a sudden, people are trying to buy him Wicked at all the Super Bowl parties and stuff. Everybody. Yeah, standing there with it, Larry. It's one of them. It's it's a safe drink to have. You, you know you can have at least thirty or forty of them, and you, and you're still all right to go and drive your car. What? You're still under yeah. the limit. I, legally, I don't know if, I, I don't legally, know if we can no. back that. <laughs> Le- leg- legally, we probably don't drive your cars after you've had thirty or forty WKDs. But but yeah. for the average male, yeah. The UK Packers just want to just want to make sure that all our listeners do not drink and drive. 
And also do not drink Wicked because both of them are equally as bad. Um, I'll tell you what though, one thing that is awesome about Wicked is you can drink it in like under a second by using a straw, can't you? Yeah. You done so, that? Strawpedo. Strawpedo. <laughs> yeah. One of the best things ever. Strawpedo yeah. with a WKD or an orange blue or a Smirnoff ice, boom. I mean the, the best the best mixture of drinks, if you've never tried it, if you if you get a double shot of port or even as much port as you want, half a pint. Put a WKD blue in there, and it's called a cheeky vimto. Oh, yeah, yeah. cheeky vimto. Yeah, but the the WKD doesn't touch you. It's the port that sort of makes you a bit wobbly. Sends you sends you sideways. Anyway, yeah. Scott, Scott, I think me and you have to get to the bar in Green Bay, so let's try and get you out there yeah. this year. Definitely, yeah. hopefully. And I'll have to look after <laughs> you. But I suppose that brings us to the end of this whole fan of the week segment, Scotty. So can you tell the good people out there what your UK Packer unique membership number is? My UK Packers number is eight. Oh, nice and number high. Eight. Yeah. Oh, Sorry if that comes out on the record. Not I, just bang the head off the disc. <laughs> the, 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 best, the best NFL punter the world has ever seen. Ah, uh, yes. Tim Mastay. Yes. Know. He's no Jacob <laughs> Shummy. To... Oh, yeah. Strum for Shum. Yep. Strum for Shum. T-shirts yep. available be soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Everybody be buying can one. enjoy that guy. <laughs> Strum for Sean, well, look, Scott, it was uh, it was awesome to talk to you. Um, really was good fun. I think it should be known as well. Little, we should tell the listeners that Scott's actually risking his job here because he's supposed to be at work whilst he's recording this interview. Um, so thank you for taking the time out of your work day. Um, what is it that you do for a job? Just out of interest, I'm an I'm an assistant manager on a poultry farm. So chickens, lots of chickens. Right. So the, what's the worst that could happen if you weren't doing your job? Um, we could have 350,000 dead chickens. Whoa! Holy <laughs> lama. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say like rampaging chickens that have escaped, but no, you just went for pure death. Genocide. <laughs> yeah, just... Chicken <laughs> genocide. Chicken oh. death and, and Welsh people death. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But Scotty, uh, thanks very much for coming on, buddy. Cheers, guys. Keep up the good work. Yeah, so that's Scotty, a decent chap. It's it's nice to be able to uh, listen to his voice. I only sort of hear him over tweets. And uh, is he what you sounded like, Rhino? Yeah, a bit odd, because at first I thought there was a twang of Welsh in his voice. Obviously, being mm. from Hereford, that makes sense. But then towards the end of it, it's yeah, I'm not sure if there's there's Welsh or West Country in there. Yeah, but I'm sure some, uh, I don't know, Paul Davies or Russell D. Carteret um, <laughs> are. Our West Country specialists will let that will let us know uh, pretty soon, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, look after those chickens, buddy. Yeah, we'll get, <laughs> we get the crack team from CSI to get on and analyse that. I action. wonder, I wonder if his chickens taste best with ketchup dip or barbecue sauce. Yeah, and because you know what, you know when people look at all this stuff, they're like, "Oh, it's terrible. I'd never eat chicken again." People keep trying to put me off chicken nuggets by telling me that they're the chicken's arse, the chicken's brain, there's eyeballs in there, maybe some parts of beak and definitely feet. And I always say, do you know what? Well, brain, arse and feet taste damn good to me because when they're dipped in that sweet curry dip or sweet, oh, that sweet and sour, <laughs> oh, I'm getting hungry yeah. right now thinking about it. You know it, you know it. And to be fair, if I've got to eat chicken's arses, feet, beaks, eyeballs, that's mm. how I want to eat them. <laughs> You're dead right. Like It's a nice crispy coated batter on it. Yeah. Dip it in some dip and about 20 at a time, please. That's it, Thanks give me that 20 piece, 20 piece for a fiver sounds like a bargain to me for chicken arse but uh ryan i think the only update that we really need to give people is on these t-shirts so they're uh, with the manufacturer so everybody who's looking for them 
these are the members members only teas that we've done um so there's three different components to them there's uh print screening on the front which is the like main the, like, like, like the main body one sleeve and the other sleeve well that's or three point. Well, it's that's different three to that. components that's three uh, components di- <laughs> it's different to that different to that rhino it's uh so the screen print on the front then we have to get the versacam logo dropped on separately and then we have people's uh membership number that goes on the sleeve so we've been told that stage one is well underway and he's hoping to get them all done by wednesday thursday he said so hopefully he'll you know be true to his word then they're gonna come down to the irish uk packers hq if that makes sense and we'll package them all up um and get them sent out as soon as we can and we're working with the postal services over here just to make sure that everyone uh, gets their stuff in good time so yeah i love that our, our wick our wicklow offices our wicklow offices our wicklow branch steven speaking it's exciting times right now, isn't it? This is going to be our it is, first... I can't wait to get this one. Mm. And there's other things in the pipeline. I have to say we are definitely working on. Okay, 1919 Club. I don't know where it is. Probably Customs have got it at the minute. Yeah. Um, but I'll try and keep you updated uh, on that. Um, but there's other things going on as well. I don't know if we, we want to talk about them. We don't want to talk about oh, them. I think I, I might leave it as a bit of a... I think I'm going to leave it as a bit of a cliffhanger. Um, make sure you keep coming back every week. Yeah. Um, yeah, apart from that, probably just a big thank you to you guys uh, so far this off-season. There's been some pretty harsh weeks with yeah. not a lot to talk about. And you keep coming back and listening. So a uh, big thank you from myself and I'm sure Steve indeed. is just as just as happy to have you along. I am indeed. And look, if you like the podcast, uh, it, again, I do believe last month they were trying to do this thing. It's called Tripod Month. Try a podcast. But look, every month for us is Tripod Month. Go out and, you know, tell people about our podcast. It's a bit of fun, a bit of a laugh. There's Irish accents, English accents, and God knows who we call up on Fan of the Week. So please do get on and leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us boost up the rankings and lets people know that, you know, we're a legit podcast. But we'll cut it there for this week. Thanks for sticking by. I'll tell you what, Steve. Yeah? Just because I'm feeling like I've, I've drunk so much of this Five Point Brewing Company stuff now. Why don't we do this? We get everybody now to get on there and put a comment on. And from now until... What the next cup next podcast maybe? Yeah, everyone that bangs a podcast on there, we put their names into a hat and we'll give them a prize. What about this twenty ten Super Bowl ring? There you go, twenty ten replica Super Bowl ring. Oh, was a heavy? Could you want to drop that thing on the counter there? All right, then you ready? Oh, heavy! Oh, you could kill somebody with this. Yeah. So if there's no. someone that you want to murder and uh, you also like podcasting, well then go on, leave us a review and you could be murdering someone with your very own. Cream but they've really got to be good one. reviews. None of this just a great podcast. I yeah. want something. I want something really like juicy. You, you know, juicy. Something creative. Mm. All right. And then yeah, you can get this 2010 Super Bowl ring because for some reason I have two. So I'm going to give mm. one to one of you guys. And as well as that, we're going to hunt you down and kill anybody who goes and leaves a fantastic review but gives four stars. No, go to five stars. If it's a good review, there was one I saw a review once for a product I was trying to look at, and I said, "Great product, can't fault it at all." Three stars. I was like, "Yeah, go yourself." I tell you what, <laughs> on that type of three stars. So, what do you want me to do? Like, but um, for, from myself at NFL on Twitter, follow the group at UK Packers. Hit Facebook, Instagram, and every other social media because you you better know we're on there. And from me old buddy, me old pal Ryan Peacock, who arrived in late but brought beer, so that's okay. It's goodbye for this week. See you later, you flaming glass.